Hey, what's going on, Niner fam? It is me, Peter Lucas, and this is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Uh, today, I got with me Drew, uh, Bias Drew from uh, Twitter, and Drew is last name last name Wilson, right? And uh, yes, sir. like, uh, why don't you tell them all where you can f- they can find you on the socials? You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter at the same name that you see right here at the bottom, Bias Drew, as is. And when you say it, it's biased, Drew, and it just goes along together. Upcoming show coming up, working on some kinks, but it'll be there. Uh, it's going to be about just everything with your biased opinions. So how everybody can tell you what to say and tell you what stats and facts is there. But I like to just hear your own opinion coming there and we just talk it out. Yeah, for sure. And like, uh, I'm excited for it. And we know each other. We've been on. Uh, we've been on another on Ryan's podcast, uh, the twenty four seven, twenty four seven Niners. And uh, so, like, shout out to Ryan and that whole crew, Ronnie Niner, all all of y'all, everybody, uh, and Mad, uh, like, Ryan, Mike, yeah, all of y'all, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole uh, crew, TJ, everybody. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to everybody and Chant and uh, and the guys overseas too. And like, yeah, it was. <laughs> It's a it's a big group. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like uh I like when I first started talking to Ryan, I was like, Oh wow, there's a lot of people. <laughs> like, but, but I mean, yeah, they got a good they have a really good show, really good uh setup over there. So check them out, of course. Uh you can find them on Twitter and YouTube. So uh but today we're gonna talk about state of the franchise. They had their their press con- their annual press conference yesterday. And uh what did you think of the presentation? And did you have any major takeaways from it? I did. So, I, I first of all, I want to talk about just the opening. Uh, Jay York came on there and did the tribute to Frank Gore and Brian Young. I thought that was just something like, man. And then they had the highlights. And, and it was like, can, just thank you again, Frank. Thanks, Brian. They yeah. came in there, you know, gave us something to watch, some entertainment, some you know, wetting up the outcome. You know, we want a ring from him, but you know, yeah, I just sure. I, I feel like Frank Gore, as like Barry Sanders, as like other players, he's one of them that should have got one. Like even look when we win one this year, I still give him one. <laughs> yeah, no, for still sure. Gotta give, hey man, Frank was get, always get my ring. favorite. Yeah, Frank was always one of my favorites. Like I used to call him the offense. Because uh, back then, that he was literally our only offense. And, and that's uh, what was explained. He told me, he said, a person who can run, who can catch, who can block, who he was playing, he was literally playing fullback, wide receiver, running back. While, you know, we talk about Debo, this guy was doing that. And I mean, I feel like he doesn't get enough recognition as possible because when you actually do want to talk about stats and you look at it, this man has 16 seasons of 16,000 yards. And he's literally right up there with Barry. And people don't even look at it like that. This man's stats is up there with Barry Sanders. And it's, it's amazing. He had a good career. Congratulations. Just hate to see him go. Just one yeah. more I wish he would have did. Yeah. I was, I was trying for that last year. I put it up there like, man, give him one more year with us. Let him just play it out. Yeah. I was hoping that he'd spend his last year with, uh, with us, like maybe pull it playing at that fullback spot i thought they might not uh want to spend the money on juice like uh, i think it was last season i was thinking about it uh and yeah like it, it didn't really didn't really work out he still ended up playing but yeah but yeah like you said about frank frank is i feel like he's a he's a hall of famer uh i oh, I, I hope he i hope he gets i hope he gets first ballot but i mean if to didn't get first ballot i mean it's really kind of hard to say that uh, that Frank's going to get in their first ballot, but I know that eventually he's going to make it, and it's not even oh, a yeah. question to me. Yeah, so it's like, uh, but yeah, I, it was good to see him like retire as a 49er and then give him his credit. Kyle talking about how much he meant. I mean, Kyle spent a few minutes talking about Frank, like, uh, and how much he meant to the organization. And it, it was just good to see them give him his just due. Uh, he, like you said, his numbers are up there with Barry Sanders and all of them. And yeah, it was a, a lot of it was longevity and he was able to, to stay healthy for a long time, uh, which is amazing in itself. 
considering Especially he came come, off of like yeah, yeah coming off of his college yeah like coming off his college uh, issue, uh injury issues it was shocking that he would have as long of a career as he did but uh Frank Gore was tremendous and I I really I missed him as soon as he left like uh, I mean I knew the writing was on the wall at the time but it is what it is like you know it is NFL but they they did well we were talking some offline about about uh the like our kind of a few of our takeaways about about the 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 conference the the uh, press conference and like it was it was really it's been kind of weird this off season when you really look at how like how Kyle has kind of been with the media and how he has almost been happy and and I mean he's been telling jokes he's been really talkative when before he used to be really standoffish with the media. And it, I can't help but think that it really has a lot to do with the fact that he has a he's looking forward to this season and kind of oh, yeah. putting his stamp on this team. I don't know how you felt about it. I think you're absolutely right. I think he sees something that I mean, the media, you know, the media is out there. They see things. They say what they want to say. We're not going to yeah. go to all the media because if I get on this grant thing, I'm going to go <laughs> off. So I'm going to leave that. <laughs> But I'm like, the media is going to say and portray what they see for right now. Yeah. But unless you actually been out there on that field as a coach or a player, half of them haven't. They just report on the news. Mm-hmm. He's seeing something totally different. And I think he's excited about what he's seeing. How he talked yeah. about through this conference about Drake Jackson. He talked about uh, Trey Lance. And he was like, you know, I'm seeing something in him that he doesn't even see in himself. And when he said that, I'm like, he sees potential. I've already mm-hmm. been seeing it. I like the fact that even Steve Young has came out and said, I see me in him. And I'm like, there's yeah. something that everybody's just not going to high, you know, high push for somebody that they're not just really believing in. Somebody's saying, everybody's like, oh, he hasn't even played the first game. But you got his team backing him. And you can say, okay, that's a biased mm-hmm. opinion. It's his team. But then you got, oh, he's getting help from Steve Young coming out there. Oh, the coach is giving him high praises. He got players from other teams like, hey, don't worry about nobody. Say you're going to go out there and play a game and you're going to be a beast about it. So it's like, what is everybody seeing that you guys say you're not seeing right now, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's... Just- it's uh, it, it really when you look at it, I, I was uh, how uh, Kyle and Lynch kind of seemed to be like. They're really talking about the direction of the team, and you could just see it on their faces. Like uh, it's it yeah Trey Lance Trey Lance I I really think the way that they look at Trey Lance is they know that they've got something. They know that, that they have it. Tells it all, I'm like you, you could just tell they like yeah he was just cheesing. <laughs> And yeah, like, I, like, I mean, oh, this is weird. Okay. Yeah. it's going. <laughs> I think that they just can't wait to get this kid on the field and show you their shiny new toy that like, uh, it, it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be trouble for the league. Like, uh, because they're literally going to be able to do anything on the field. And then when you look at, you look at all the, and we'll get into it later about, uh, the different position groups, but when you really look what they did in this offseason and how they rounded out this roster, I think that they're really confident in what they're in everything that they did in this offseason. And do they have do they have some holes that that I think me and everybody else uh, kind of thinks that they have? We all think that they we're not sure about a couple of positions, but at the same time, they know the team better than we do. They know what they have. They know they're confident in what they have, and every team has a hole or two. So. It's not uh it's not like uh it's not like it's wrong for them to have a hole. So like uh, no. it's uh then, you know with, with holes, I mean it's something that gets seen between preseason and your first week. And by mid, you see teams that switch mid like prime example, let's talk about last season. We started off to the point where people were scared and paranoid. Guess what? Ended up in the NFC championship. So yes, we have holes and when we see it, we'll fix it. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan's sure. great for that. I, I got, I've said on our show, I've said on anybody, just talking to anybody, this man, I don't know, he finds the talent 
and the talent that people think they don't have. So the the people that people have passed on and say, maybe I don't see it, this guy has bought it out of these people to make stars. And yeah. it's so crazy how even last season was, there were so many people giving up. Like they said, fire the coach. Oh, man, get rid of this player. Get rid of their slipping. And I'm like, the Lynch. They were talking about get rid of Lynch. Yeah, like, look, look, just give it some time. You know, Lynch, okay, I have my issues with Lynch at the yeah. same time. But he's just, as we have said, he's an old school type player. And that's the issue. He's an old school type, how he doesn't see things. So he kind of sticks to that method. And, you know, everyone went to a barbershop. And then there's the new barbers and the old barber. And he's like, I'm going to stick to this. And he got the old equipment while the other guys got the super edgers. And we use the knife razor. And he's just with his old. But it still comes out clean. And you're like, I don't like that method. But no matter what, it's still going to come out looking like the guy with the new barber. Yeah. You know? So what he does is it's not going to be everybody's method, including mine. It's not, but it's always the results. You got us to a Super Bowl with this method. You NFC Championship when we was down with this method. And long as it keeps, you know, we're getting there, you know absolutely what you're doing. So we can't down you on it. Now, it's not our Super Bowl win yet, but I know it's coming because we keep getting closer. It's like we keep flirting with it, keep getting there. We've seen the Chiefs. We've seen the Ravens. Here we are again in the NFC, and that one interception. I'm not going to blame it on the interception, uh, but that interception would have did it. <laughs> yeah. It, it probably would have. Like, uh, I just look at it, and all of the the stalled drives. I mean, there was just a, there was a few different things in that game that if, just, if we had made one or two more throws, like, uh, we could have had it too. So it's – it it just uh, it it is what it is, but there's no there's no use in like looking back like. Uh, but it's uh, oh no, we are on this season now. It's a new season. Yes. I'm waiting for the season yeah. to start. It's a it's, it's a new season. Fast the big the big thing for me is um, is I, I look at at just how like I said it before, like how well rounded that that they've been this team. And yeah, I, I'm like you. Like, uh, did I do I necessarily agree with? with their methods every time they do. I mean, Jimmy's still on the team. We would have rather him been, been gone. Like, uh, but I'm still not but, understanding that. I ain't going to go there. But, uh, but I mean, it's at the end of the day, they always seem to put together a solid squad. And the oh, way I look at it is, is they always set us up to be in contention. And really in the NFL, that's really all you can ask for from a team, from a, from a front office is for you to constantly be in the mix. And uh, and then your players and like injuries get in come into play and coaching uh, situations, all that kind of stuff comes in. All these singular situations come into play for you to get to where you are. Look at how lucky the Rams had to get to get where to get to the Super Bowl. Hold like on, they had so many on. young. Whoops, my bad. <laughs> I'm but, not gonna call that luck. That was a lot of money involved. <laughs> well, yeah, but and I mean, that- I'm talking about the plays themselves. Like there was a lot of lucky plays. Un, uncapable. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Like uh uh, but I mean, I just look at even with all those guys that they paid for, like uh they had to have a lot of stuff fall their way to get that to get that victory. Some people could say oh, yeah. that they got some help from the refs in the Super Bowl. Uh there was like we like like I said about us, we just missed a couple of throws and we and uh and an interception, and we probably would have been there. Uh they they could have lost to the to Tampa Bay too. And uh, it was, so, I mean, it like uh, money isn't everything. Like uh, I think that the 49ers do go about it the right way. And uh, they, they, they bring guys up from within. They re-sign their own players that they, that they uh, uh, like, you know, they train up. So, you know, I, I just look at it as they're doing the right way. They're setting themselves up for sustained success instead of just, okay, we're going to, Keep throwing money, and that and that worked for the Rams, but I feel like our we're, our team is set up for success for the next like five to ten years. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, also on that take, uh, you say you wanted to keep talking about the takes. So well, I like when uh, Ayuk and them got over there. Oh yeah, and for sure. the 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 quick. I got shot. I did not know Juan Jennings was a quarterback. 
Oh, yeah, I didn't know that either. And when he said that, I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What? <laughs> he said, yeah, I, I didn't know that. That's, that surprised me, too. And I was like, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, maybe it's me, but I, I did not, I can't see it. Like, he's a big guy. And I mean, I know there's big quarterbacks, but I'm like, I'm looking at this whole stature. Yeah. And I'm like, and then with that, his scramble, I'm like, your scramble had to be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, he's yeah. just knocking people over. <laughs> and he was like, so how do you, you know, make yourself one of the best separators from these man defenses? And he's like, well, being that and switching over, and he was like playing basketball. I never thought about it until he said that. When you got to get open, you have to shake these guys one-on-one in basketball yeah. to even get to the rim. And I thought mm-hmm. about it like, man, listen, man, that's an athlete right there. Yeah. And I'm glad that you are on our team. I cannot wait for this season to see him. And yeah. then the high praise that they was giving Danny Gray, and I used to sit there and say, hey, this guy's really fast. Yeah. I'm like, do we have another Tyreek on our team? Can we have some speed to have yeah. a quarterback who has an arm to throw this ball deep finally and see some plays happen? I'm ex- I don't know what to say. I don't know yeah. what to say. I don't want to put that on him yet because he's already he already got a uh like I guess he pulled a hammy in, in OTAs. Uh so they're probably gonna and I mean I know it's just it's nothing big. Like they said, it's not. The, it's nothing big. They just didn't want to, you know, further the injury or get him more injured. But like, oh uh, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, but it, it always scares me when guys like get get hurt right away. <laughs> like, uh, maybe I'm just shell shocked from being a 49er fan and that we've had so many injuries over the year. Man, years, listen, but... I had so much high hope for uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh man, <laughs> I had man. so much high hope. Don't even get me started on that guy on Madden. Jalen Hurd was a beast. He's, yes. That's what I'm saying. I was like, this guy can break tackles on the game. But then <laughs> even when you watch his preseason game, if you yeah. watch it, the preseason game, he had two touchdowns against Dallas. And yeah. one of them, he bowled over like two guys. And I was like, oh, this is it. Nope, another injury. I was like, please, why? Yeah, no. why? yeah he was injured on that play. He got injured on that play. On that play, I was just like, man, I, I couldn't take it. I was like the potential and you see like okay this guy can be a monster at it and he just yeah. could not break these injuries yeah but Ayuk Ayuk I uh like I don't know if you know like uh noticed but Ayuk seemed to be real comfortable on the mic like which I thought was because he it seemed like when he came in the league he seemed a little shy and quiet but it seemed like he was real comfortable on the mic and of course Jennings was kind of reserved and uh didn't really have a lot to say uh but do you think that Jennings is going to have to get more comfortable? Because I think, like you were just talking about him, I think that he's gonna he's gonna have a big. Uh, I don't. Oh, yeah. When gonna, I say breakout season, after these conversations, hey, yeah. how did you get that big catch? Speak, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, need that, uh, but he's he, like uh, when uh, what's it called? Uh, he, I, I don't know how huge of a breakout he's going to have this year, just because. Uh, like uh, I still think that we're going to run the ball mo- most of the time. Like, uh, and I still think they're going to keep Trey throwing 25, maybe 25 to 30 games or 30 times a game. Uh, so I like, uh, I don't know how big of his breakout, but I would be happy if he just got like 700, 700 yards, 700, 800 yards. And like, uh, I, I, I think that's a break. That would be considered a breakout for him. See what I like about him is, I looked last year, and you watched the highlights, and I watched the highlights again, and I'm like, he's a big red zone, third down type of guy. Mm-hmm. And that, like, his third – it was third downs where it was, like, third and short, and he was changing, like, hey, we only need maybe five, six yards, and he's getting 15 to 20. I'm like, can you imagine him just at the receiver position, not just for this third down and not for this red zone to – just to you know but to move it and just you know watching make better plays and make better moves and get on that field more i think it's going to be a nice breakout to have debo iu and use him in the third off and on yeah i i think you know his size 
also like the separation, his size, he has the height, like to catch over these guys. And it's it's amazing to watch him. Like I didn't know like who he really was. <laughs> and yeah. I spoke on our show before. And I'm like, yeah. this dude was surprised. But I'm like, oh, who is this guy, man? He's not gonna get and it was like, oh well, he's been on the team before, then he was cut and then bought back and you know, so I'm like, okay, so who is he? No, he showed me who he was. I was like, oh, yeah. excuse me, sorry, sir. If I said anything bad on your name, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he yeah. was a beast at uh, at Tennessee. Like uh, he just, I mean, he wasn't projected. I mean, he ran a four seven at the at the combine. So like, uh, I uh, so I didn't, I didn't, I don't think anybody thought that he would be what he is today. But I think that they overall, no. and we'll talk about the position groups in a little bit, but. Uh, I think that he's going to – everybody's looking at him to be the, the third wide receiver. But I'm looking at it as they're going to put a lot of different guys in that third wide receiver spot. I think it's always going to be Ayuk and, and Debo on, on the bookends. But then I think that it's going to be – sometimes it's going to be Jennings. Sometimes it's going to be Ray Ray. Sometimes it's going to be uh, Danny Gray. And like, oh, uh, yeah. it's, I mean, I see the potential with this wide receiver core. Yep. And uh, who is this guy? I, I had to ask the other day because all of a sudden I just seen this guy, uh, Mac. Yeah. And I'm like, where did he come from? And then I seen a picture that he's just hanging out with Trey Lance. And I'm like, okay, this guy's name been popping up more and more lately. I'm like, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah, I think he was an undrafted. He was an undrafted free agent, like uh, so. So it must be showing some type of potential that all of a sudden I just keep seeing your name. I'm like, all right, who is this guy? I keep popping. So I, I went on Twitter like, does anybody know who? Yeah, <laughs> who this guy is? Hey, we got another receiver. Like we already got ten, so we got another. Yeah. One? <laughs> I mean, it's just a can't. I look at it as there can't buy. There's going to be a lot of camp bodies, and you know. It's going to be – they're going to put some dudes on the practice squad. Then they're going to they're gonna find ways to stash these guys so that – because injuries are going to happen. And they're going to need guys that know the system and that can jump right in. And they've got a few guys that I think that they brought in uh, like this, that Marcus jo- – I believe is Marcus Johnson is his name. And then yeah. they got uh, they got another guy that they signed in the offseason uh, that, that, that they got from the Cowboys. And I cannot remember his name for the life of me. But I like, uh, but uh, he, but he's another guy that like uh, that was impressing in OTAs. So, what I mean, they've just got such a wealth of like kind of riches in some of these position groups that it's like it's so much depth that like we're not even used to having this amount of depth like uh, in these position groups. So <laughs> no, uh, but I like it because what I what I what I'm seeing with this depth is. We know we deal with injuries every year. Yeah, it's yeah. something that pops up, and whether it's short-term in, uh, injury or long-term, it kind of messes up because it kind of messes up the flow. So what I've seen, what they were doing this year, and I like is that they're making the positions to the point that if somebody goes out, it's not going to feel like anybody is missing yeah. because they are finding these guys who are kind of alike with that starter. It may not be the same, but they're close enough and unique enough to say, hey, if he goes out, we're not going to miss a piece. And yeah. I like that they did. So everybody was, you know, we, we've seen people in there getting upset, like, why do we keep signing this person in this position? And I'm like, I'm not looking at the bigger picture. They're setting themselves up to say, hey, he's injured. And they're like, oh, man, now we're going to look down and we might lose games because the backup mm-hmm. guy, he don't play like this player. Guess what? They're making players to play like that player. They're finding yep. players to play like this player to fill that hole, and I love it. I love yeah, it. no, I, I love. I thought what another interesting thing that they said during the uh, during the interviews was that they were just picking players. Kyle said that he picked Ray Ray McDonald. He didn't. A lot of people thought that they were signing a lot of these guys because they were special team. They were just good at special teams. But Kyle was saying that. Uh, Ray Ray was just on his list as a as a wide receiver, and then he yeah, and then he found that. out, and then he just happened to be on the special teams coach list for a return returner. So like uh, th- that's how they got they kind of came together on him, and then on top of it, then they had Oren Burks, 
like uh, D'Amico had him on his list as like a, kind of for a backup position on at the linebacker spot. And but that's kind of his guy. I mean, yeah. you got to think they're coming from the same spot. That was his, He was like, if I leave, I take you with me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they. I, I just thought it was interesting that they that they kind of that is it just happened to be they were getting good special team. They were really focusing on the backups, like uh, and I'm backing those guys up with good veteran veteran talent. And it's those guys that could step in just in case they did have guys go down. And like you were saying, it's going to happen. Like guys are going to miss games. And do you have somebody that's capable backing them up? And, uh, and I think that they've learned, I think they've learned from uh, the past, the past couple of years that that's, it's necessary to have that, to have that, especially after 2020, they, they, that was a, probably a humbling lesson that they had <laughs> to have, they had to have backups. Yeah, like, and, and, and that's exactly it, though. It was a lesson learned, and it's, it's good to see that we have the backup now. Yeah, so, sure. like I said, uh, people who complained about it and, oh, we don't need this guy, and everybody just wanted these big names out here. Y'all don't understand. What they did was kind of like save the money, add more death, and say instead of just keep adding big names of a person who could possibly get injured and then have nobody to back that big name, we just added key players and role players to make this look good. We literally can have, at the time right now, two first strings. And when I what I mean by that is your second string is playing like your first one. We have two first mm-hmm. strings in a couple of these positions right now. And I'm like, yeah. it's crazy to see that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, we, we have parts that these dudes is on any other team would be starters. But the fact that we have this line set with starters and then to turn around and say, hey, but this backup is set with starters, like, that's crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, that's – why re- I think of the wide receiver group. I think of the defensive line. Like, uh, uh, it's – Even the linebackers. Even, I was going to say, the even, like, the corners and linebackers. And uh, that's they, they, been having the cornerbacks and, you know, the secondary. So, while we're on that position – I got a question for you. Yeah. I did mark this down because you need to talk about, okay. you know, okay, what, what, what areas do we see in the positions? I was yeah. doing the secondary because I started checking out stuff. Our safeties is deep. Yeah, deep. But, like, how are we going to get most of these guys to play? Because I'm watching – you know, daily, daily with the, you know, the weekly OTAs and this guy, you know, O'Neal Jr. started there like he's a standout guy. He's he's coming out. He's he's out. But then you got Talanoa and then you got Ward and then you got I'm like, we got all these safety. Who is your starting safety? I'm yeah. like, what is going on here? I, I honestly think it's going to be a funga. Like, uh, I just don't I think that that is a lot of those videos that you were talking about they they showed him and Jimmy Ward together that Jim, him and Jimmy Ward all through OTAs all through minicamp were the first string were first string safeties i think that they're really kind of grooming Afunga for that spot uh but i think that they also have the Leon O'Neills the uh you've got the George uh, the Odoms and the uh what what's the other guy that they and they drafted a uh, they drafted a corner uh, this season, yeah, like towards the, guy, the end of the draft. Um, what is his name? What is his name? But they drafted. He, he's a big. He's a larger corner, and yeah. they were saying that he has safety safety traits too. So, and then they got some undrafted free agents that are also set, like uh, they got another safety. I think is uh, Knight Quantrez Knight. I want to say is he's safety too. So this is what I mean. I I started really looking at that. And when you ask me, like, okay, let's talk about the position groups you're excited about, I was like, I got to throw this in there because we got so many people I didn't even realize. Like, I went to go look it up, and I'm like, okay, there's the wide receiver core, there's the the defensive line core. And then I look, and I'm like, oh, wow. Between cornerbacks and safeties, I was one of the people complaining, like, man, we better read up the cornerbacks. So when the draft happened, I'm like, I didn't see if we read up too much. And everybody's like, we're good, we're good. I was like, well, let me check this back out. 
Like, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I, I think Afunga is going to take a step forward this season. Uh, I, I thought I was one of those guys that thought that he was a, two, a step slow to be able to cover in today's NFL. But I think that he is just, uh, I think with his end, he makes up for that with his instincts. And, and it really just, it just really comes down to, uh, who does Kyle or who does D'Amico trust? And I think he really trusts a fun guy. I thought, I think we saw it last year. Uh, he tried everything to get that kid on the field. He they just did. wanted him on the field. Hey, and- I, I was like a huge fan of him, like from the draft and on. And we've talked about this and discussed this on our show. And, you know, they're like, why? I said, it was the potential I seen. Yeah. From USC to coming over to him training with Troy. And then I'm like, when usually when people train with somebody and you get this one NFL player, they do it for the hype. And then by the next season, you know, you know they're trying to train himself. He's training with this guy again. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, maybe there's something that everybody is seeing now. Like, even Troy, to the point he comes back to train with this guy and show him the ropes. So, I'm liking that, and I like his potential. When he got that touchdown in Green Bay in the playoffs, and I know it was off of just, you know, it was a block field goal. I went crazy like he just ran a 99 yard. <laughs> man, man, I was I jumping up and down. I couldn't I'm believe like, that they blocked it first off. For. I couldn't believe that they blocked it first off. And then on top of it, uh, what's it called? They had uh what's it called? He just picked it, he just happened to be right there. And and that's yeah. I guess that's what I'm talking about as far as his instincts. He's one of those guys that just always kind of ends up around the ball. And which is kind of a weird trait to have, but he's just one of those types of people, types of well, players. From his from his USC days, I noticed he was like an attacker, which yeah. I like. He's not a person who, you know, somebody catches it and then he waits for them to get to him. He's running when he sees that ball in the air. He's either want to make a play or he want to make a hit. Only yeah. thing that I did see when it got to the NFL that I can call a weakness was. Sometimes he seemed kind of lost out there. Maybe it was just a lot going on, faster pace now it's NFL. But guess what? The fact that they're putting you out there again, like you said, and they're starting on the opposite, that means you caught on to it. And he started mm-hmm. playing more at the end of the season. You started seeing him to the point they put you as a rookie in a playoff game to make them. Listen, it, it is a transformation for these players sometimes. And, you know, yep. it's a higher speed. The fact that he's picking it up, I'm excited to see him also. So if that's going to be the starters between him and Jimmy, I'm, let's go. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm good. I think but that's I mean, going to be dangerous back there. One of those guys <laughs> that we're forgetting about is Traverius War is Traverius Ward. More Traverius Moore. Like yeah. uh, he was, he we lost him all last season, and uh, with the ACL. And what does he give? What does he show? And I mean, we really haven't seen him because I don't think he's actually doing drills and stuff yet. But no. what does he end up showing? And do we see more of uh, him and him and Jimmy Ward in training camp? I wonder, but or just a mixture of the three, like kind of like they did with uh, with Tart Ward and Hafunga this past season. Uh, yeah, who knows? I think because, it'd be a swap out. Yeah, I, I who see knows? A swap out on a couple of them. Because yeah. I mean. Some of these, like you said, some of these cornerbacks can play safety. Some of these safeties can play up and play corner. And it's amazing what they're doing because I see they, like I said, they put in players where you can have two starters. Like I'm looking yeah. at the cornerback. And you look at your cornerback position. So you got, we got Ward in there now. We re-signed uh, Jason. Um, we got Mosley. Uh, Ambry Thomas stepped up. I'm like, they're going to rotate these guys out. Ambry Thomas became a standoff by the end of the year. Yeah. Mosley was doing good. But now, Barrett's back. And now you're like, okay, we got Warren on the team. It's too much for the secondary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's, not a, it's a good problem to have. But Look. that's what I'm talking about. It's good to have two first stringers when you yeah. look at these positions. It's not Oh, this is second string. This is first string. We have, hey, this is first string, and this is first string part two. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be dangerous because they're going to be like, oh, they're tired. We'll switch them out. Guess what? You're still in trouble. 
<laughs> yeah, no kidding. Just the, yeah, hey, it's... switch Emmanuel for uh, Avery Thomas. Oh, man, not him. Hey, switch. Hold on one second. Yeah, so, I mean, like, uh, while we're waiting for Drew to come back, like, uh, I heard it's... Oh, okay. Like, uh, but I wanted to say, you know, with the uh, with the position groups, like, you know, I'm thinking about what position group is the best on the team right now, and we're just talking about all the depth and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I still think I have to go with the defensive line as the best as the best on the team right now, as far as the position group goes, uh, even though we're so deep at corner and like just the, de- and the backfield, like uh, I just look at the, the defensive line and, and how, like, I mean, just how many horses they have. And it's just, I, I, I don't know. Like you said earlier, it's like we have two completely different, two different first teams. That because even if, it looks, it looks scary. Yeah, I, I think. Do you think that they have more sacks than they had forty-eight sacks last season? Do you think they get more more than forty-eight, like into the fifties? <laughs> I see between fifty-five, sixty sacks. I, I'm, I'm, and look, I break it down I'm with for you. you. Right I'm now. with you. I see Bosa standing out. I see mm-hmm. Drake coming to stand out. I see uh, uh, what's the guy? Not Burks. Um, what is his name that they moved? Another guy we just got. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, for uh, defensive. For, wait, the, we just moved to where? Um, he he came from another team. He was playing linebacker, but we're moving him to the line. Oh, uh, Tere. There you go. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tere. Right. Yeah. He's, yeah. Tere. He was always in it, and like kind of a he was more of an edge rusher, and I think that's that's what they were thinking to do the same thing that they did with Ebicom, like uh, uh, because Ebicom was a uh, was kind of a. A linebacker, edge hybrid guy, and they just made him a, an edge player, and I think that's what they want to do with Teray. And that's what they're doing. I, and then we get Kerry Hyder back. Let's not forget when he was with us. See, he went to Seattle, and Seattle didn't know what to do with him. That's because they're, they're Seattle. But when he's with us, what he got? I yeah. think it's five to seven sacks. So this goes yeah. five to seven right there. This yeah. is going to be. An well, he had eight and a half defense. sacks. He had eight and a half sacks with us. Okay, eight and a half. This is going to be in a imagine he goes and he gets 10. And then you get Bosa's. He's going to have at least over between 15 and 20. So it goes 30. Like, this is going to be an amazing team. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, they're going to be mad to run. When teams come to, hey, these are running teams. They're like, oh, well, ain't nobody trying to really run right here. Right? We're going to have to try to find the, the air, yeah. air game going. And then you're like, oh, no, they got. Swap for these cornerbacks and safeties. Air game is going to be shut down. Hey, yeah, this might literally. And I'm not saying this with a bias. Okay, I am saying this with a bias. Man, we might have the best defense <laughs> right now. We, I, I think that we. I think that they are primed to have the number one defense in the league. And we're like, not even going to uh, talk about Fred. We're not even going to talk about Fred. We know he's the best uh, linebacker yeah. in the league right now. But then uh, Aziz. But then Aziz uh, showed he's us a lot up. last season. He stepped so, up, and I got so scared because I thought we was gonna release him this year. I was like, <laughs> I thought we were gonna trade. Uh, what's his name? The other guy, Greenlaw. I thought we were gonna trade Greenlaw because because we really only use two two linebackers most of the time. Yeah, and but and it's so the rotation, I, and that's what I'm yeah. trying to tell you. This rotate, they want to have two first strings, and I think that's why they kept Greenlaw. They're like, Fred's gonna be out there, Aziz's gonna be out there. Switch Aziz with Greenlaw sometime. Okay, Fritch, switch uh, Warner sometimes with Teray. All right, now put Teray on the line and put Warner But This is going to be so much rotation yeah. that is going to be confusing for teams, and it, I think it's going to upset some teams. Because oh, no. Yeah, like that. It's I going think to look gonna like, well, anyway. they're going to be like, well, this person is right here, so we're good. No, because then by next game, they're going to be like, well, why is he on the line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna teams are gonna be upset regardless because I think if they can't because now all of a sudden instead of DJ Jones on first and second down you've got uh, you got Kinlaw you got Kinlaw in the middle and uh, with uh, with Eric Armstead and then you've got Bosa on one side and then they'll probably go with like uh, you see how you just keep naming them 
Like, I mean, it's, we got names I mean, you can't run the ball. You can't, like, I mean, you're not going to be able to run the ball with all that beef in the middle. And, and that's then, what I'm saying. That run game is going to be shot. We will so have, then, I'm, yeah. mark my words, I'm telling you right now, we will have the best run defense this year in the NFL. Well, we, I thought we had the best, I thought we had the best run defense last year. And uh, so, and that was, I mean, it was hard run. It's, I can't even say last year. I think for the last couple of years, no matter what, even with injuries, it's been hard running against the 49ers. Yeah. yeah. I thought that that was the – I think teams the thought that that was Shanahan the – has had in line, injuries or not. He's like, backup guys, starters, I don't care who you are, you better shut this run down. And they did a yeah. good job every year. I don't know what he does, but he, he got that run. Don't let them run. Don't let them come in here and run. I don't care yeah, if it's no. their home. Don't let them run. <laughs> yeah, no, that, and I think that was the thing that that uh, like when we went up against Dallas in the playoffs, uh, I was in the Twitter spaces with uh, I was in Dallas Twitter spaces, and I was sitting there, uh, and they were talking about how they were gonna, you know, Pollard and and Zeke and Zeke, and they were gonna do this and that, and I said, you understand, like we have a top five run defense in the league, right? Like that's it's not gonna go down the way you guys no, think it is. Zeke could get a feed me celebration off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like yeah that, that's exactly what happened. Like I mean they just could not run the ball and then I don't know what happened to Dak. Dak just was so confused because he had open receivers out there. He just he, was he just scared. didn't know yeah he this didn't know what was going the on. The last play says it all. How do you have Hey, we have no timeouts. We have this little bit of time. Your instinct was to run and slide. You can blame the ref all you want. I'm going to yeah. tell you that was a dumb play. Yes, Your it was. Fear showed everything. Everybody was like, "Well, why didn't you just throw it out of bounds? You still would have had time." No, you ran because you was like, "Oh gosh, here they come!" Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, here they come. He yeah, didn't know it, what to do. He yeah, was it, shook it, that crazy. game. But the, yeah, with our defensive line, so our defensive line, I think we can agree is the number one. I would say the number two position group on this team for me is probably the secondary. Uh, so that and they, which is why I say that that I think that we're going to have the number one defense in the league this season. If not, we're if not, we're going to have a top three defense at the very least. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, look, I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to go with the first one because, like I said, <laughs> this rotation is nasty. Like, this, yeah, I. We haven't, I, I can say honestly, as a fan, we haven't had the depth like this in a while that we've been needing. Yeah, and for sure. like I said, I liked how they did it. And they, like they always say, 49ers will not tell you they moves. They'll just show you. And they did it so slick because people was confused. Well, why are we picking up this guy? Why are we picking up this yeah. guy? And I was one of them. It, it came was- to the point where I was upset because I seen, uh, you know, Tyron Matthew. He was mm-hmm. for the longest. He went on a vacation on the free agency. When he came back, he came out and made it like I wouldn't mind being in San Fran, but I wouldn't mind being home in New Orleans. And I wouldn't. He said a couple teams. So they was like, okay, he's doing these meetings. And I'm like, all the stuff they said, 49 show no interest. I'm like, what? But I was watching after a while, and I'm like, these guys are picking up players to fit their scheme, that fits right in the scheme, at a smaller price. And still getting big plays. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, y'all think y'all slick. Yeah. <laughs> they were slick moving on people. They want to go after these big names. And they was like, okay, we'll grab this guy. We'll grab this guy. Like Ward, I think, was a surprising pick for a lot of people. Nobody yeah. seen us going after him. There was no talk about it, no anything. He just, hey, 49 signs, Rares Ward. It was like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, You're welcome, that, guys. You're that, welcome. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that Traverius Ward pickup was was really. I think that a lot of us we didn't know what they were gonna do as far as like who they were gonna go after in free agency, and but picking him. And I thought I think that after the the playoffs, I think that everybody was almost comfortable with uh, with our secondary. We thought you know who's gonna start at the nickel spot, but uh, but then. You add in Traverius Ward to the uh, to the mix, and now all of a sudden, the uh, the, the we got corners for days. Like uh, then they pick up Womack, then they pick up uh, what's it called? Uh, they got another guy. They got a couple another guy in the draft, and then they got 
they got another they got another guy too, and I can't think of his name. But I mean, there's just so many guys that they picked up that it's uh oh, and then they got Verrett, and then Verrett came back. And which can we really count on Verrett? I don't I don't think we can, but it's good to have the depth there. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I have said this before and I say it again. When Verrett is healthy, big time player. Yes. Keeping him healthy absolutely is a hard job. <laughs> yes. Keeping him healthy is a hard job. Yeah. I looked at it and I was looking at the stats one day and I'm like, yo, when this guy plays, he did as a matter of fact, it was like two games that he did back to back interceptions. Yeah. And I'm like, he's there. He knows it's just keeping him actually healthy is one of our biggest issues. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if it's on us. I don't know if it's on him, body training, or maybe, you know, body I just think he's hair. unlucky. I just think he's unlucky. <laughs> like, I mean, there's some of those guys that are just really good players and that they just can't stay healthy. And it's uh, and it's unfortunate for him because he's a real – I mean, he's just really good. Uh, but he just – his body just will not – cannot keep up. And, uh, I mean, it is what it is. But, but then – so after the defensive line – after the secondary, who do you think is the better, best after those those two? After the defensive line, after the secondary, um, like I said, I'm excited to see the wide receiver core, and we talked about that. Yeah. After that, I think it's the running backs. Yes. Now, people say quarterbacks because between with Trey and Brock, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of sold at Trey, so I'm not, I just want to see Trey. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's wide receivers and then the running backs. And the running backs I get into because I'm like, okay, they're like this guy, Trey Sermon. He was supposed to be a big star last year. He didn't. He injured himself, but now they're like, he's making progress. And I'm like, okay. But then they got Ty Davis. Okay. We re-signed Jeff Wilson. Okay. I'm like, wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> And then, I mean, like, you still forget. got Hasty. You got still Hasty. got Hasty on the squad. We still got Mitch. We got. I'm like, okay, okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. Then they're like, uh, they got another guy. It's a new guy. Yeah, Jordan uh, Mason. Jordan Mason. There you go. And they're like, uh, he is a pounder with the rock. And I'm like, they said he's the exact same player as Ty Davis Price, except they said he catches the ball a little bit better out of the backfield. So, like, yeah, he's I'm another like, guy that's like 215 pounds. Like uh, so, I, I'm telling you, I'm just like it's so much excitement with, like I said, all these positions to say, hey, we got a first, uh, first name, first name, first name, second name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, we got. Yeah, first and then name, you got, name, and then you got your wide receiver group, and then you got the wide receiver group like that has, I mean, like I, like we were talking about before, you got your Debo and you got Ayuk. That's already to me a top. A top five uh, wide receiver tandem in the league. And, but then and I like you that add Jennings. Fact, I think Debo's going to be Debo this year. They're actually going to yep. see the wide receiver in him because the running back is good. It's solid. Yeah, and then you got and then but then you've got Jennings. Then you've got uh, you bring in Danny Gray, and then people are going to learn who Ray Ray McDonald is. I'm telling you, like they're going to learn who who Ray Ray McDonald is this season. Uh, <laughs> Kyle keeps talking about him. John Lynch brought him up during the uh the draft during the draft uh interviews and uh and I knew at that point that they had already they already had a plan in place for for Ray Ray like and I just think he's going to be your more traditional slot kind of jitterbug like uh for those like uh, short crossers that kind of stuff and, yeah I like uh, I like his speed and his uh his acceleration his acceleration with the speed it does really good like I didn't know too much of him and then I seen just I was like, okay, let me look it up. And they got that one famous play that everybody has seen with that reverse. Yeah. And uh, he just grabs it and takes straight off like a rocket. <laughs> you know, usually I'm like, okay, people take time. You gotta find a hole where you're going. You got this man seen it and just boom. There was no second yeah. guessing. There was no, well, let me see what else is around. He takes that chance and goes. And it and it's crazy because it was like even with small slots. Here goes this little gap. He's like, with my speed, I'm going to take it. And he gets through. Yeah. So I'm like, well, oh, he actually he fit through that and he gone. He's up. Yeah, there. he was a running back. He was a running back in high school. 
And like uh, when I found out that he was running back in high school, I was like, oh, there you go. That's that. That's why Kyle likes him. As soon as he saw he was a running back at some point, like uh, that's that's those those are the kind of guys that Kyle likes. So it's uh, yeah. It, and then with Danny Gray, we haven't even seen the dynamic that Danny Gray is going to give us. Plus, they got Marcus Johnson that can run. Plus, they got the other guy that we we're talking about from Cowboys uh, that can run. They said that uh, they have another wide receiver that was an undrafted free agent that was that was actually doing some things in in camp. So I just think that uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's a it's a good problem to have, but it's gonna be really hard for them to decide because they're gonna lose they're gonna lose somebody. And uh, so yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping what happens is is they end up just trading a couple of these guys and maybe getting some compensation like uh for some of these uh for some of these good players that they got because you can't fit yeah, them all it's sad but somebody has to go <laughs> yeah somebody gotta go and that's what you're gonna hate is that they have like man all this good talent and then even, even if you put it on the practice squad you can't pull that off because then you got practice squad stealing so we're like hey we'll hold you off for the practice squad hey and then somebody comes and says hey no we need them i'll just take them from you like no you can't <laughs> yeah no what, what you're gonna what? see what you're going to see is you're going to see a bunch of those little uh, – they're going to put them on practice squad IR. Like they're going to come up with some magical injury and put them on the <laughs> practice squad IR so they can't be taken. Exactly. That's how you, that's how you do it. Like uh, they did that last year too. Uh, that's how they kept uh, Jawan Jennings on the practice squad. They put him on IR. <laughs> I, I mean, but, uh, man, we, we, the talent that we've seen in these guys, and I think I can't wait to see Elijah for the second year. Yeah, like, sure. if y'all can think he can do this one year and then they're like, he's been working his butt off and he's, he's built up on his muscle. Like, one of the highlights or I've seen was, um, I'm trying to remember which player it was, was talking about his running. And they said he looks like to have a dangerous stiff arm this year. And I'm like, I like that. Yeah, and they was sure. talking about, I guess he practices with, doing boxing and stuff like that with um Fred Warner because you know Fred Warner does all yeah so they're like Debo does the boxing Fred Warner and they're watching all these players and they're wondering why okay why they're taking this up and they're like it's strengthening them so this yeah. guy's arm and stiff on like he looks to be like a stiff arm runner this type this year so I'm I'm excited to see that I'm like the explosiveness and then the switch out between the running backs we already like using multiple running backs but the fact to have the options I don't know who's going to be the number two between Ty or Trey. I mean, then Trey, I mean, from what I hear, Trey Sermon's been missing right now. So, yeah, we just got to see what happens if he comes back, what's going on there, and then goes home from there. Like, the whole season, I wish it would just kind of speed up past <laughs> this time. Yeah, because I'm, sure. I'm, I'm even excited to see preseason, honestly. I'm like, let me see preseason. Because yeah. all the guys we built up and we got, we still want to see some talent. Yeah. I think preseason might be embarrassing because – Yeah, our, I feel our, bad our for these teams playing in the preseason. <laughs> our talent is going to show – it's like, yo, preseason. They're going to be like, what is this? What? Like, uh, this is a, we're just supposed to be running drills out here. Like, uh, That's it, man. We ain't supposed <laughs> to be going hard. Like, hey, they talent, man. We sorry for y'all. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I think so. Out of all the players, like uh, all these new guys that that we got coming in, and maybe even one of the second guys, who do you think? Who do you see as the big breakout guy for you this season? Okay, so I'm gonna give you offense and a defense. Yeah, defense. I see Talanoa. I see him making his mark this year. Mm. Um. Offense, it's the, it's the obvious. Trey Lance is about to spark the world. He's about to shake the NFL game, and it's going to be okay. I'll put a prime example with us going to remind you of the year of Kaepernick and Russell Wilson. To the point, they were the biggest two names, and it came out of nowhere. Kaepernick was behind Alex Smith. Russ was just you know just getting there, but boom, these two dudes came and made their name. This guy is going to jump up there, and you're going to hear Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Trey Lance. Mark my words. 
yeah. he's going to get in that talk. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Brady, Trey Lance. People can say it's overhyped or not. You haven't seen him play again. Listen, we've seen him play. Let's not forget this second, this dude's second play was a touchdown bomb to Sherfield. And we're out preseason or not. Guess yeah. what? These guys are out there with NFL talent on that field. I don't care yeah. what player it is, whether it's a secondary, third, this is preseason, whatever. These are NFL talented players. And this man went on his second play and was like, bombed out, run that for a touchdown. Came back. Mm -hmm. What? Got a run against Green Bay. Run that for a touchdown. He ran in the cell. Went to the game versus the Texans. Everybody was like, oh, but it was the Texans. Is it an NFL team? Yes. Can you go out there and beat the Texans with one of your teams you put together? No. So guess what? This man showed out against the Texans? Yes. It is an NFL team. He's going to do great. Y'all keep yeah. trying to find excuses to down this guy instead of crediting him. Well, he only played one college game. Okay. Yeah, he didn't play much in his first season of the NFL. Okay. Yeah. No matter what, guess what? You want to know what has in common about this college game he played and his NFL games? He didn't lose. Yeah. Let's talk about that. The one he started, he has no loss. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, look, and this is the thing. People, people are gonna find a way to discredit him because he played in the FCS. Okay, the whatever. Like uh the what people don't know about his team and the FCS is exact is that a lot of teams in Division One don't want to play, didn't want to play him. They didn't want to put them on their schedule. <laughs> they were afraid of taking an L, like exactly. Uh, so, and being there, so like don't don't sit there and think that uh, that that North Dakota State is is a sec. I mean, this is the same. I don't care what. I don't care that how you feel about Carson Wentz. He's still an NFL quarterback. He still has tons of of talent, and like uh, he may not have turned out the greatest. But the fact is, is this guy was an MVP candidate at, at one point, and uh, he came from he an FCS team school. To the Super Bowl. He, he yeah. may not have won it, but let's all be honest. Through that season, who was their quarterback to take him yeah, to exactly. that Super Bowl? It was him. Uh, they got Easton Stick. Uh, he's another guy from uh, North Dakota State. He's he's playing for, I believe it's the Chargers. He's on. Uh, yeah. And then they they got uh, now you got Christian Watson coming out. Uh, he's gonna be on the uh, he's gonna be the on the Packers. Packers. Like I mean, it's the 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 uh, it's changing. The world is changing. The world of like college football is changing before our eyes. And I think you cannot sit there and look at where a guy goes to school anymore and think that these uh, these guys don't have talent. Well, like, they could have uh, been stopped that a long time ago. I'm gonna yeah. tell you, Rand Randy Moss came from Marshall. Uh, yeah. Antonio Brown came from Central Michigan. Like, don't you can't sit here and say. Well, Jerry Rice came from school. Mississippi Valley State. Exactly. You can't say they're small schools and expect, oh, well, they come from small school. They'll have no NFL talent. Okay, you keep thinking that. Yeah. Because most keep of the time, those that. guys got heart. Most of the most of the time, those guys got heart, like because they got to where they are because nobody was believing, nobody was believing in them. Uh, exactly. And then when they get to the NFL, they no, got more that same prove. work ethic, and uh, and and they're just ready to take people's heads off. So it's uh, I I don't know I I look at Trey and I am uh, I don't think that they could have done a better job on picking the guy that they that they wanted and uh, like you said so what that they played the Texans it was the Texans that they played uh, the fact that he could come in to that game uh, really with not a lot of practice time a week uh, with the ones Less and a week <laughs> and and, may, and yeah he made a couple of mistakes in the first half. But then guess what happened in the second half? They started to run the same plays, and all of a sudden he fixed those mistakes. And, and tore them up. When when you when you can when we can see him mature before our eyes, that's really what's gonna tell you what's what we're gonna see when he has a full OTA, full mini camp, full off-season program, and full time to work on his craft. Like uh it's I think that it's going to be, and I think that's why. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were cheesing so hard on the 
on the he had the state of the franchise uh, interview. I'm was telling you, this is the offseason happiness that makes him want to It's talk. coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. So you didn't you so, didn't get to tell me what, who's your okay, two breakout my two, I mean, I like uh, since you took Trey already, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take somebody else. I think that uh, that Jawan Jawan Jennings was my pick was my pick for breakout for a breakout guy. I think that he is gonna be a household name by the end of the season because he he does all those little things that don't necessarily show up on the stat, the blocking, all that kind of stuff. But I think that we're gonna see more replays of his blocks and how he's and how he's doing cornerbacks dirty, <laughs> like because uh, they showed a few of them last yeah. season. But he dem- I, like I think his worth is the fact that he demoralizes cornerbacks in the running game, and he All tires say them out. Is Trayvon Diggs when he yes. came across and one put that man to the ground, yeah, boy. And yeah. uh, and then so and then he's gonna have a chance to catch the ball like uh, from a guy that can actually throw the ball downfield, and I, I just think it's gonna give him a lot. He's gonna get a lot of targets in the red zone, like you were talking about earlier. So like uh, that's my guy on on offense, my breakout player on defense. My breakout player is going to be Javon Kinlaw. I think Javon Kinlaw is has a chance right now. He's going to be extra motivated because, uh, and we can say that it's not that it's not a big deal, and he wouldn't get any motivation from Grant Cohn. But I think that he is he is hungry to prove all the doubters wrong, and it's going to be a very every game. I feel like from this kid is going to be him trying to show everybody that hey. Like, uh, I like, yeah, I had an, I had a hiccup last season, uh, by like with my knees and everything, but I am not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a mistake. No, like, we, uh, this, this is going to be, I, I deserve to be here and I'm going to show you that we don't need DJ Jones. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it, that's what it is. So like, I just think, I just think that it's going to be, it's going to be a very, it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a really good uh, season for him. I think he's only going to end up getting like five or six sacks. Like, uh, but for him, that's a breakout performance. That is. And, uh, I, and I think he's going to hold down that middle and keep the running game. He's seven. I'll hold you to two. But I see seven sacks. Okay. Okay. We're going to revisit it. The one I want re- most is when we play against Tampa. I want to see who put old man Tom to that ground and say, oh, oh my God. I think it's – I think it's going to be because, uh, you know, Tom likes to get the ball uh, like uh, when he sees the rush coming, like uh, his kryptonite has always been four man rush. Yep. He can he because he can see the blitz. He can see and, the blitz and it, he can just get the ball out quick. But when it's four guys, you don't have there's nothing to read <laughs> like there's nothing to read. And he doesn't he it's not like he's going to run out of the pocket. So, no. yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really interesting uh that's gonna be a really interesting game, but hey, man, I really appreciate having you on today. Oh, like, thank uh, Yeah, like I had you. I hope you had a good time being on the show. Like uh, I had a good time having you on video, man. I love that intro video. <laughs> oh yeah, I appreciate it. Like uh, hey, once again, shout out to Roscoe's uh, Cyberbully. Look at he's a Cyberbully on Twitter. Like uh, if you are a content creator out there, he will not do you dirty. So like uh, like he he's made all my stuff. And I uh, redid all my all my uh, my intro, my logo, like everything, and uh, I'm very happy with it. I hope everybody is happy with it too. Uh, once again, hey Drew, to, why don't you tell them where they can get they can find you on the socials before once we get again, out of here? All right, once again, you can catch me on Twitter. You can catch me on YouTube. Same name right there, Bias Drew, B I A S D R E W. And hey, come hang, have a fun time with me, you know. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, I can't wait to see your show. Uh, like, uh, once again, you guys can, if you, if there's ever a time when you can't watch the the video on YouTube, I am on all anywhere where you can get your podcast, your uh, audio podcast from, I'll be on there too. You just look up Niner Fanatic Podcast. Uh, so I'll be, you can catch me on there. Uh, but this is going to be on Twitter, YouTube and Facebook. So hey, I thank everybody for watching. Please, like, uh, like I love all the feedback that I've gotten from everybody, and it really helps me improve the channel and improve, uh, make improvements as we go. I love having all my guests that I've had on 
And uh, but yeah, thank you guys all for listening. Next week I should be back to Wednesdays. Normally I'm on Wednesdays. This week I had to do it on Thursday because of work. But uh, but yeah, like uh, I can't wait to see y'all again next week. And next week also I do have an announcement. I will be on the uh, the uh, Mariah Mariah and TL's uh, show, uh, the the Faithful E podcast. Like uh, so, I'll be on mine and I'm gonna do theirs next week. So. Uh, so watch out for that, and uh, and yeah, catch Mariah and TL anyway on their on their and but make sure you check out twenty four seven Niner Fox podcast with Ryan and all them too. Like we got to shout them out, and of course uh, we got so many so much family like uh, Ron, Ronnie Niner on his on uh, that Niner Life, yeah, check. that Niner Life podcast. So check all that. Out. We got so much good Niner content. Like <laughs> uh, you can get it from anywhere. So, but uh, once again, thank Drew for coming on. Thank you guys for watching and listening. And as always, go Niners.